Welcome to episode 85 of Enhancing Human Experience. I'm Mark Phillips, and I'm really glad you tuned in today. In this episode, I'm going to share with you what, what is a really powerful like, way to reframe your life and a really powerful tool to help you transcend all of your past conditioning and all of your past stories that ultimately hold you back from realizing the new experiences you want to have in life the better experiences, right? Experiences like 2.0, taking your life to whole new levels. Because at the end of the day, there's infinite levels for all of us to go up in life. No matter what level you're playing on right now, the experiences you have in life, in all areas of your life, in your health, wealth, and success, in your business and relationship, there's always new levels to get to. And the thing about it is, we have to do this thing that I'm going to share with you in this episode before we can get to those new levels. And it's it's a simple thing. It's it's simple, but it's not easy. Like all the things we do in life, they're simple, but not easy. Uh, before we get into the main heart of the show, I just want to make a couple of announcements. The main thing I want to share with you is I'm really excited to have launched a new series on YouTube that I may eventually share on Facebook or share them with Facebook, but primarily now they're on YouTube. It's called the Game of Life and How to Win It series. Really super excited for this. For a number of months, I've been kind of coming up with a a new series that is more short and more informal, kind of on the go, Uh, definitely video-based. I think video is a great way to connect with you and uh, share messages that way, specifically on YouTube platform. So I'm really excited to have launched this series. And what it essentially is, is spiritual, metaphysical, and success knowledge that I've picked up on my own journey, little things I've added to or kind of tweaked little ideas as well, but basically sharing the ideas and knowledge that we all need as human beings in order to win the game of life. Really, really excited for this new series. And I'll also be announcing... Uh, a book project, which is going to be a book that is in alignment with all of these things that I'm talking about in this new series. That'll be coming online. I've got a website ready to go for it. So I'll be sharing that information with you at some point down the line. But for now, you can check out the new series on YouTube. There's a section on my YouTube page called The Game of Life and How to Win It. And I'll be putting those series on there pretty consistently and and more than one a week. Let's just put it that way, because these are really short snippets. I'm trying to make them between one and three minutes. I don't want to go much longer than that because I want to share the valuable nuggets that have helped me on my journey that I see help other people in a really quick format that you can get, put into practice and move on with your day really, really quick. So I'm really excited about that. You can check it out at youtube.com slash gmarkphillips and check out Game of Life series and how to win it. Incidentally, if you uh, want a little background on that, just very quickly, that is primarily driven by Florence Scovel Shin's famous book, you know, uh, called The Game of Life and How to Play It. It was written in the mid-1920s, and she was, of course, a metaphysician, mystic person, and she was really influential to a lot of the practitioners that are practicing today in the spiritual realm, metaphysics, and success gurus. So she was really influential to a lot of people that are around today. And her book was a really large inspiration to this series, in addition to that's the game we're all playing here, the game of life. Those are the experiences we want to have and get better at. So check that out on YouTube if you're interested in really short nuggets that can powerfully impact your life and help you get to the next level, play the game of life, and win it on a more consistent basis. The other thing I want to say to you is 
very, very shortly, within the next couple days, I will be having the new module, How to Make a Being Board 2.0, up on the Just Be It website, and actually as one of the downloads for Just Be It, The Secret to Having What You Want in Life. If you're not familiar with that book, that's the book that I wrote a couple years ago now, three or four years ago now, and it's all about tuning in to who you need to be and what you need to be in order to create the experiences that you want to have in life. At create and or attract, right? Whatever you feel that we're doing here, we are creators, we're, we're attracting beings and we attract experiences to us by the vibrational sense that we're emanating, right? The vibrations we're emanating, being is a vibration, it's an ongoing process, it's an ing, like anything else in life, it is in motion, and we can change it at any point in time and offer that state of being that is in alignment with the experiences we want to have in life. Really, really powerful stuff. A lot of my work is based on the power of being, and these. this is a new module that I am thrilled to add to this uh, to the downloads in Just Be It, The Secret to Having What You Want in Life. So you can check that out at justbeitbook.com. And that new module is just days away. The video is already made. The PDF is already made. I just need to do some fine tuning and upload that. And incidentally, no matter when you have purchased that book, you always have access to any new downloads that I add to the download page through that link in the Kindle version or the PDF version. So whether you bought it two years ago or tomorrow, you will have access to any new content that I create in order to help you use that idea and put that idea into practice more easily because it's all about taking knowledge and putting it into practice, isn't it? And that's what I love to do is create powerful tools, simple, effective, and fun that help you tune into the person that that will attract those experiences that you want. So I'm really excited to offer that. Okay, let's get into the heart of this today's show, episode 85, The Magic of Dying Before You Die. So if you have studied anything in metaphysics or spirituality, you know that this is a common theme, sometimes a little bit has a sometimes a negative connotation, I guess, or a less desirable connotation because human beings, we we very much cling to life, don't we? But for a lot of human beings, they cling to a life that really kind of sucks, for, to put it bluntly. And you kind of ask yourself, well, if your life sucks, what, why do you fear losing it in, in a sense, right? I mean, if you hate every day of your life, if you hate yourself, and some people find themselves in this situation, I think we've all been there at certain points in life. That's why we all can relate, right? We, we allow ourselves to dip into this um, attitude of, non-gratitude, non-appreciation for life, not having a lot of fun, we're not satisfied with our lives, we're definitely not in a spirit of joy, and life sucks in this, those situations. And then will you ask yourself, well, if it sucks this bad, why not just let it go? The good thing is we don't have to let our lives go. We don't have to let our physical lives go. We can let our psychological and our conditioned state of being, that life go. And that's what I'm going to talk about on the podcast today, is letting your old story go, letting it dissolve and leaving it in the dust, and then giving yourself a new story. The thing about it is, all human beings come in as a clean slate. You're not a certain way, you're not a certain, um, you don't have certain motivations, you don't have certain success drives, success principles in your mind, you are clean slate. We're all conditioned by our environments and by the things that we learn as young children, 
And we're still being conditioned every day with our same story that plays in our mind. The idea that we can, the principle that we can put into play here is, since you came in as a clean slate, you can clean your slate at any point in time and start again as a new person. And what I mean by that is you're telling yourself a new story. You've given yourself new conditioning. And like a groove in a record, you're going to drive that groove, the new groove, the new story, deep into the record and surpass the deepness of the other grooves, right? Once you clean that off and go deeper with your behavioral patterns and your thinking patterns, you're going to have new experiences. And this is the challenge for human beings. And it doesn't matter how old you are. Yes, I will admit there, I do believe there is definite um, there is definite truth to this notion that it is difficult to teach an old dog new tricks. But let's be careful because even that is a belief, right? Even that is a conditioned belief. And as long as we believe that, it's going to be harder to learn new tricks. And when I mean new tricks, I mean new ways of being and doing things that bring about the experiences we want to have in life, new ways of thinking, new stories that you're telling yourself. So the idea that the magic of dying before you die is simply dying to your old story. Neville Goddard talked about this and he said that, hey, you know, if you want to have better experiences, you've got to die to the old man or old woman in this case, right? You've got to die to your old self. You can't keep telling yourself, I am this way, I struggle in this area, I'm successful in this area. If it's not causing experiences that you want to have. Another way I like to look at it is telling yourself the story that supports the experiences you want to have in life. Telling yourself what you believe, making your beliefs support the story you want to have in life. And we have to realize that right in the middle of the word believe is lie. Right in the middle of the word is lie. Lie to yourself. That's what everyone has done from the beginning of time, because no matter what story you're telling yourself, it doesn't matter what it is, it's always going to be a lie. It's always going to be a part you're playing or a role you're playing, because unless you're telling yourself that you are minerals and water and animated by the God force or the God spark within yourself, it's a lie, right? Unless you're telling yourself that stuff, because everything that you are, like physically that you can touch and feel... It, all our elements, it's just elements from this earth animated by the God force. One of the most interesting, like, uh, what, what do I call it, historical um, spiritual teachings is from the, I think it's the Hindu tradition, and they talk about, well, it's actually from the, the Vedic tradition, and they talk about this notion, there's like a myth and a story that human beings are made of clay and then animated by that spark, whether you call it, you know, God or uh, divine intelligence. And that is a super awesome way to look at what we are. We're just, we're just minerals and elements. And we have this force flowing through us because everything that we are is built up from things of this world, right? All aspects of ourselves. And then we imprint the story on our consciousness of who we are, right? It starts as a young child. It even starts in before you become born. It even starts in the womb because you're sensing the vibrations from not only your mother, but from the, the environment around you. And as little children, they're really tuned in to the environment around them. And they're picking up on that. And then they're vibrating and tuning in to, they're matching that environment, right? They're matching that. Now, this is where life gets really interesting because sometimes you see kids come into environments that are really undesirable, right? 
not a lot of successful role models, um, not a lot of success and prosperity thinking, maybe low self-esteem, all of these things, but then they propel themselves out of that. And I think that's just a result of whatever's happened before they've come into this physical world that we live in. There's, you know, the conditioning that they've had prior to that has been really, really strong and it propels them out. And they come in here and easily turn their minds or turn themselves back to that conditioning that they've had, and then they propel themselves out very quickly. Some don't ever get out, right? Because the conditioning has been very strong, and it's like a gravitational force, difficult to pull your consciousness away from. But that's the challenge that we all have, is on a daily basis to believe the beliefs that support the experiences we want to have, and be the person that supports the experiences we want to have, and tell ourselves the story, most importantly, of the experiences, the things we want to be, the things we want to do, and the things we want to have. And that's what I mean by dying to the old man or woman that has lived with us for so long. And sometimes it can be a little bit scary and a little bit, cause a little bit of anxiety to do that. But that's this, that's this challenge that we have to do. And that really is the fun part too, because when you wake up and go, hey, you know, I have an ability right now, the power within me to tell a new story the way I want it to be. And the way that will cause me to have experience that are super awesome in my life, isn't that fun? I mean, that's the funnest thing I can think of in the world is to write your own story that then projects you into the experiences you want to have in life. Because life is a state of consciousness, as Emmett Fox talks about. Everything flows from our conditioned state of consciousness and our conditioned state of being. And so when we're telling ourselves a new story and mainly feeling really good about that story and having that flow through us, we're going to have those experiences because we have to remember we live in a universe that is all, it's all intelligent energy and it's all, this energy is communicating with one another and responding to the person that we're being, right? The, the state of being we're offering and the vibrations and how we feel and how we're thinking and what we're doing, all of those things the environment that surrounds us, and I mean space and universe in as a whole, not only where you live or, or people that are around you, they're going to act differently. You've probably experienced this in your own life. When you're feeling really, really good and you're vibrating at a really high level, people act differently to you, don't they? Right? They respond to that because we are, we, are, we are experiential beings and we can sense that. Even though we haven't been taught how to use that part of ourselves, right, and how to like design our lives from a feeling state or a being state. That's what we are. And so it's like an innate knowing that we always have, even though we're conditioned and taught book knowledge and what I call carnal knowledge or race knowledge, which is valuable, right? Which is helpful, but it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of being taught how to feel and how to um be a vibrational being, which is what we are, right? How to use that feeling nature and like feel the way we want to feel before we have that experience, right? Feel into the experiences we want. It doesn't even begin to scratch the surface of that. And one of my dreams and goals is one day that schools will kind of put the knowledge, the man knowledge uh, to the 20% and teach children 80%, spend 80% of the time teaching them about how to tune into the experiences they want to have and how to use their vibrational body and their being, consciousness, to 
have better experiences because let's be honest, that's where it all comes from. You can have all the book knowledge in the world and all of the intellectual knowledge in the world and your life can still really suck. And to, and quite frankly, a lot of people live in this state. Um, Thomas Sowell wrote a great book and I forget the exact title of it at the moment, but he talks about this. It's like something about um, the intellectual and how really intellectual people, sometimes their lives are a mess. Relationships really suck. They have they don't feel very good about their lives. They have a lot of things go wrong because too much in the head, right? They're using, they're thinking they can solve a lot of their problems by using intellectual knowledge or man-made knowledge. And it just doesn't work that way because we're not that type of a being. We have a mind that we can use and we can direct it and, and focus our attention on creating the experiences we want to have in life. But the, but the intellect sometimes rules the man, right? or the woman, and they think it's like the bee's knees. And reality is it's not the bee's knees. The heart and the feeling center is our bee's knees. That's where the real magic is. But when you put the mind over the heart and think that your intellect is going to give you everything you want in life, that's a real, real pitfall that a lot of people fall into. And I think that transcending that and moving beyond that, putting knowing how to use your body and how to feel into the experiences you want to have in life and use that heart and, and love yourself and trust yourself and have deep confidence and play with that those beliefs, which are not intellectual, play with your beliefs. That's where the real magic is. And what's one of my dreams is to see schools start to raise kids in that that type of environment. Because as it, as it is right now, just scratching the surface, right? The knowledge and the like intellectual race knowledge doesn't doesn't going to get the job done. It Denver is going to get the job done. We've got to start teaching kids what they already come in as. We all come in knowing this, right? We're this vibrational being, but we get that trained out of us and conditioned out of us through the educational system. Again, not saying the educational system is bad. We just need to make some improvements. That's all it is. Life's a game of making improvements and minor adjustments and refinements. We just need to refine that system a little bit in order to create beings that are really tuned in to what really creates experience, right? Which is what they feel about themselves, the story they're telling themselves, the person they're being. This is the I am principle. And this is all about this notion that you, you're you dying to the old person that you are. And every day you recreate yourself at the level of thought and feeling about that tell you're telling yourself the story the way you want it to be. Another way to look at it is setting powerful intentions for your day. Because if you just go about your day like using your intellectual knowledge or, or going along to get along, it's not going to be as effective as setting that intention. One of the uh, recent books that I read is called The Bringers of the Dawn. And it's by Barbara, I think it's Malinchek. I could have her last name wrong. But this is my first introduction to like the, the Pleiades um, beings offering their knowledge and wisdom to us here. And they said something that's really profound. And they said that the more intending you do, the simpler your life will become. The more intending you do, the simpler your life will become. And that hit me really hard because for the most part, and I know I haven't done this enough, I'm doing it more and more and building it more into my daily rituals and really leaning back into that knowledge that they're that, that, that sharing 
and intending more as opposed to trying to do more and and push more and be more aggressive with my actions, leaning back a little bit, surrendering a little bit, letting go of the need to control the situation so much and trying to do it with my physical form and using more of my consciousness to make that path a smoother transition. Still taking the action because as you and I know, it's fun to take action. It's fun to create things. It's fun to make things come into the world, whether it's a piece of art or writing a paper or making a song or building something else. It's fun to do that part of it. But when we prepave the action and and give align ourselves with the outcome that we want in our consciousness and in our intention, that's when it really, really gets fun. Because then we're not struggling in the action and we're not thinking we're all alone on an island that have no support system or no powerful spiritual power backing us up and pre-paving that road. Because it's fun to, fun to take that action, and it could be as fun as a day walking in the park. Very effortless, uh, very aligned, right? You're in alignment with the experience you want, within alignment with your true being. You're funneling all that power into the activity that you're doing, and it's a joyous experience, and it's a happy experience, as opposed to a stressful and anxious experience, right? When you or have cut yourself off from your spiritual power, which human beings tend to do <laughs> quite often. I speak from experience uh, in, in my history. The trend is and the, the uh, practice is to not do that, right? To never, never do that because that's going to help us more than anything, whether it's in business, in relationships, in our life, in our with our physical body, right? Telling the story the way you want it to be, dying to your old self, dying to the way you have defined yourself, telling yourself what you are and how you are, and then telling yourself the way you want to be, and then knowing that that will cause the experiences you want to have in life. So I really think it's a powerful process, dying before you die. Eckhart Tolle talked about this as well in, I think it was the uh, awakening to the the new earth awakening to your life purpose. I think it was that one where he said that when you die, everything will be stripped away from you. Everything will stay here that isn't who you really are, who your divine nature. And the way I look at that is this. You're going to lose, when you die, and I'm talking about legitimately die now, when you die, you're going to lose everything that, that um, wasn't serving you. Or you're going to lose your story, right? You come in with a story that gets imprinted on your consciousness. You are this person, this way, from this family, in this type of environment, and you adopt that, and then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. Well, you're going to lose all that, and you're only going to take with you your spiritual knowledge or your soul experiences back to wherever you go, right? Your story is going to stay because it's part of your intellect, right? It's part of your emotional being too, right? Uh, Well, actually, I should take that back. It is my understanding that emotional being, your emotional part will go with you too. You're going to leave your physical aspect of your body. You're going to leave your intellectual. This is the story you've been telling yourself. You're going to leave um, and your emotional and your spiritual bodies, the other two aspects of you, will go back. But but intellectual, which is your story, is going to stay here. Here's the thing about that. You can do that right now today and leave everything that isn't serving you. Dying to the old you, you'll leave everything that isn't serving you and you'll reconnect with everything that is serving you. Because what really are you? You are an infinite spiritual being having this human experience like Pierre Deschardins talked about. And 
just think about that for a minute. Let that sink, sink in for a minute because when you know that you're that, you can be and do and have anything that you want, right? You can use the power of your focus, the power of your spiritual nature, whether you want to call it God force, whether you want to call it your divinity, whatever the, the source that's flowing through you that is creating you, that's keeping you alive, you get access to that and you lose all of your old story. You lose who you were in the past. That's no longer like a ball and chain you're having to carry around and bringing with you and plopping on the table everywhere you go, which is, this is who I've been, this is who I am, this is my limitations, these are where I struggle, these are areas that aren't working for me, this is all the stuff that I carry around that defines me, that holds me back from having the experiences I want in life. That's all the stuff you lose. Isn't that awesome? You're going to keep all the good, which is your infinite spiritual creative power to create the experiences you want to have in life. And you're going to lose everything that's holding you back. And that's really what I want to offer you right now in this episode is that powerful one-two punch, cutting those chains that you've been carrying around. We all carry around certain aspects of our, that define ourselves, right? We define ourselves and then carry that around. And then we wonder why I'm having the same experience over and over again right? Why has this continued to happen to me? Well, you keep telling yourself who you are in a way that supports that and bolsters that experience and you keep feeding it energy. If you stop telling that story and stop thinking of yourself in that way and start telling yourself a story and beliefs that support the experiences you want to have, the old story will just wither and wither and get smaller and smaller and eventually go away into nothing like everything does anyway. Everything comes from nothing and goes back to nothing. I mean, talking like the smallest, you know, atomical, subatomical level, which where creation happens, because I look at it as, as the way that we look in the, we live in a universe that has infinite seeds of experience and human beings focus on a certain seed. And let's call it, let's equate a seed to a story or an idea, focus on an idea and they activate that seed and it grows and grows and grows. And then it becomes the, the self-fulfilling prophecy that, that attracts their experiences. Now look at it this way. No matter who you are or where you are in the world, you, there's a seed, because there's infinite seeds, right? Infinite ideas in the universe. If you can imagine it, you can activate that seed. You activate that idea, and it grows and grows and grows, and you adopt it and identify with it, and you create that experience. Isn't that interesting? I, I think of it that way, because anyone can can be or do or have whatever they want. It's just what idea are you going to focus on? And what I mean that by that is what do you want to be? What do you want to do? What do you want to have? What are you going to adopt into your story and your life experience that's going to support those, those new experiences that you want to have in life? So that's one of the ways that I look at it. You're going to lose all the bad, you're going to gain all the good, and you get to start fresh every day. This is kind of the same principle that success gurus have been talking about for many, many years, which is be renewed by the renewing of your mind and be renewed by the renewing of your story. You know, dying to your old self, re having a rebirth and writing your life the way you want it to be. And I definitely recommend writing it down so that you can focus on it every day. So you're putting pen to paper. It, this even supplants writing goals down. This is like a precursor of your goals because when you become a person and when you focus on what you want to be, do, and have and write it into your story, weave it in, it's going to naturally happen, right? You're not going to have to use willpower or motivation because you're, you're changing your core kernel of, of identity and who you are. And so everything's going to start 
aligning with who you are being in that moment, what your story is. So I hope that this idea helps you as much as it's helped me on my life. And again, it is a continual practice, which is also part of the fun because we're we're never going to arrive at a point in time where we're going to say, okay, I've got my story exactly like I want it to be. Now I just want to set out on autopilot and live this story for the rest of my life. That probably won't happen because you're a creative being and you're going to see something a week from now or two weeks from now and go, you know what? I want to do that or I want to go here or I want to have this experience because I guarantee you the experiences that you're having right now, whatever, however awesome they are, they're going to get old eventually. They're going to get old eventually. And that's a good thing, right? Then you're just going to ride that wave that you're creating in your consciousness that is unfolding in your life experience into new experiences. You're going to change here. Even if you have an awesome job and you love your job, eventually you're going to get kind of bored of that job and you want a little more variety. I think we really do come here to experience the variety of life and go places and have adventures and do different things and challenge ourselves and push into the unknown you can't really do that when you just set yourself on autopilot. And I've done that in my past. And you know what? Gone on autopilot for quite a period of time. And then when you take your vessel, your consciousness vessel, and your being off autopilot, you realize, well, hmm, that was interesting. I didn't really have many new experiences. And I kind of um, was kind of just coasting for a while. And, and that gets old really, really fast. Because if we realize what we're here to do is continually expand and continually grow and have new and better experiences, keep tuning in and keep practicing what we want, that's when life really gets fun. And so going, regardless of how awesome your experiences are right now in every area of your life, eventually you're going to want something different, right? Eventually different. So that's just one idea that I want to share with you. And I definitely speak from experience in that, um, in that sharing. All right. Hey, that's the episode, episode 85, uh, The Magic of Dying to the old you and re having a rebirth, rebirth in consciousness uh, and being a new you. So I hope that's uh, helpful to you. If it was, leave a comment on either iTunes or excuse me, it's Apple Podcasts now, or when this goes up on my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash gmarkphillips. Let me know what you think. Let me know if this has worked for you, if you've had experience here and share this episode with someone who you think might benefit from this knowledge. I can say this is like foundational to the human experience. This is one of the best ideas that I picked up on my journey. Lots of people have talked about it before, and I think it's really, really beneficial and helpful. So, hey, thanks so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. And until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. Bye-bye.